Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos, where Bren Chamness and Jen Weir promote Christian values over world culture to advance a biblical framework for life. Let's join your hosts, Bren and Jen. Welcome to Kingdom Over Cosmos. This week's episode is a continuation in a series that we're doing about understanding vulnerabilities to spiritual attack. And in particular, this week, we're talking about unlocked doors. So unlocked doors, a lot of times we think, oh, we're fine. We said yes to Jesus. So nothing's going to stop me. And you know what? I am just going to claim the blood of Jesus today. And I should be all good. Wait, just for extra protection. I'm going to put on the armor of God. I should be all done. Right. No big (laughs) deal. And um, then we have stuff happen and you wonder, father, what, what happened there? Unfortunately, a lot of believers because we're not taught that now I'm going to say something that might be a sound like heresy, but I'll explain, but we're taught the blood of Jesus is enough. And it very much is. And we have work to do. We have some cleanup work to do. So when we talk about unlocked doors, unintentional unlocked doors, this is not we just said, you know what? I'm fine. I got Jesus. Although that is kind of cavalier and some do say that, but this is, you don't even know it's unlocked. You think you've got everything buttoned down. Again, you plead the blood of Jesus. You've got your armor on. Um, you might even ask the Lord for some angels to guard you and, and all those things, hedge of protection, everything that you can think of. And there's still some things that have been left unlocked unintentionally. So what are those? The number one thing that I see, and Bren, you know, if you want to chime in and with other things that you see, but I see is generational curses. And this is something that we talk about in the church, uh, in community, in Bible studies, but I don't know that we quite grasp the concept. And I know for me personally, I thought, well, again, I'm in the family of God. Why are these generational issues? pestering me. Don't we claim Deuteronomy 28? Well, if you obey God, then none of these things will follow you. If you don't obey God, all of these terrible things will follow you. So I love to think about it. And we all can grasp this concept with physical health, right? If your family, maybe your dad, your grandparents, somebody had high blood pressure, you're probably not going to argue with the doctor when he says, Hey, you have high blood pressure. Go up. Yep. Knew it. It runs in my family. Or if you're wise, you'll say, okay, granddad had high blood pressure. Dad had high blood pressure. You know what? I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to make that stop with me. I'm going to have my anger in check, right? I'm not going to, I'm going to work on that with the Lord, Um, eat proper foods, low sodium, you know, um, good, healthy fats, all the things that we do. Cancer is a big thing. People, oh, you know, cancer runs in my family and you can either A, accept it and just, this is my fate or fight against it again with food, with, um, you know, good mental health, with exercise, all of the, the lovely things that we know to do in the physical. And I would say that anything that you're looking at with that is, is also relevant to the fact that Jesus is enough. He did do enough. But yes. everything, everything he did, all of the benefits and blessings of the cross were not automatically given. 
It's, you know, even in the promised land, the land was given, but had to be taken. And so that's a word picture. That's a picture of our promised land. God has said here, here, houses you didn't build, vineyards you didn't plant, land flowing with milk and honey. Now go take them. And there was a battle over that, but the battle belonged to the Lord. And so as long as they stayed under that mindset of God said, I could have it and he will make sure I get it. They did really good. And that's where we need to go too. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I love that you brought up, you know, with the promised land, because one of the things, if you study out Joshua and how the children of Israel conquered it is each time they went into a new territory, they had different giants to deal with different issues. And and you think about this in your own life, you know, it's why Brenda and I really started this podcast with open doors, vulnerabilities and spiritual attacks, because I see myself, um, I see so many people that I coach with emotions and those I work with where we're, we're walking with the Lord, we're, we're walking in our calling and with our children and attacks come mm-hmm. and we tend to give up because it gets too hard or we assume, well, I had a battle there and I didn't conquer it. I did all the quote unquote right things. So it must not be God's will. So I'm just, I must've done that in my own strength or in my own desires. And then we just stop. And that's not necessarily true. There are a lot of times attacks come and um, they're because of unlocked doors, open doors, engraved invitations, as we'll talk about coming down the road here. So just remember, you know, some of these things, if you're getting attacked and you've got things all buttoned down, you've gone before the Lord and it's still happening, you might ask, are there generational curses? Is there high blood pressure in the spirit, right? In my family line. Yeah. And, and I love what you said, Brenda, before we got on about Mm -hmm. going back, opening it up and, and cleaning that bloodline all the way back to Adam. And it's such a simple thing to do. It's, it's Jesus has made provision for our freedom. It was for freedom that Jesus set us free. It, it, he's not failing in any way, shape or form. Right. But through a lack of understanding, if we don't appropriate what he's done, then we end up experiencing things that we don't have to. So when it comes to like even curses, people say, well, you know, these curses and Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Absolutely. However, these actually are iniquity bents towards something, just like having a bent toward heart disease, right? And so it's a propensity towards something. And so if you know those things running your bloodline, you need to ask the Lord, how do I close this door? Um, Sometimes you can just declare it closed in Jesus' name. Sometimes You've learned bad habits in your family of origin, and you need to shake up your routine. You need to stop eating all the sugar you learned to eat, or you need to do the things that make for good health, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So um, this is just an awareness that we have to have that the things that we were given by the blood of the lamb, the things that Jesus did for us are not automatic. It's not like, you know, it's it's kind of like, here's your debit card um, for all the blessings. But if you don't go make a withdrawal, you don't have any money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. And we all can understand that we can all get behind that. It's it's that thinking, though, in the spirit realm and spiritually speaking, this needs to get dealt with. And I have got to appropriate what he's already done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 
So one of the things that happened today, so we know that that these are unintentional open doors. And one of the things that happened today for me is um, what I would call when the doors aren't yours. So if the enemy can't get to you, he will get to somebody who can get to you. For instance, you may be the strongest prayer warrior on the planet, but if the enemy touches your kid, you might have a little struggle standing. I can attest to that. (laughs) Because it hits your fear spot. It hits a place where you're vulnerable. Yes. So that's one aspect. But another aspect is through these um, soul ties. We'll talk about that at some point. But a soul tie is just an entanglement with someone, um, friend, uh, coworker, family member. Different entanglements are out there. We know this from quantum physics. And basically, the enemy trades on relationships to get to you. So you've got all your doors locked and buttoned down to the enemy. And yet you're having a friend over and your friend comes over and hitching a ride with your friend is the enemy trying to uh, use that relationship to get at you. And so I had that happen. I had some people call me that I I knew um, that were, uh, they struggle. Let me say that. They struggle with having wide open doors and engraved invitations, right? Right. Um, and encountered some other people in the last few days um, that also had some things that they were able to get to me because I just wasn't guarding that aspect of doors that weren't mine. Right. So it ends up we, we were a little bit delayed in this. It ends up that I had a sudden, very sudden out of the blue, um, absolute uh, illness come on. So flu-like symptoms that were so bad, I couldn't move and walk. Um, Literally, one minute I was fine, the next minute I'm having these symptoms. Um, Things like high-pitched sounds, like tinnitus, but really, really high-pitched and obtrusive. Cold chills up and down my body. Um, Fever in my face. And then a headache. And so I called Jen and I said, I'm just, I got to lay down a minute. I got to seek the Lord. So here's the thing. It was unexpected. I wasn't looking for it. But when it came, I immediately, I knew this was an attack of the enemy. And so I had to get my bearings for a minute. Like, (laughs) wait a minute. How did this get in? Because I know my doors are locked. Um, And the Lord just, it was so graciously, I just want to say this, he so graciously showed me each one of those things, how they came against me wasn't anything I had done wrong, anything I had failed at. It was just intrusion coming through somebody else. Yeah. And that person wasn't necessarily an enemy to me, right? but they had things that were enemies. And so, you know, what did I do? Well, I said, father, what is this? And he showed me, oh, this is an attack and you need to declare the truth. And so I began to do that. There were several things that he showed me specifically what to say. And I just followed him. You know, we do not, not only do we not have to know every battle plan to take, we can't, there's just no way. The enemy is so much more cunning than we will ever be. We cannot possibly know all the ways he's going to attack but we can know the name of our God and we can know the master battle planner and we can say, okay, Lord, 
your ancient enemy dared to come against me. What's the strategy? And then God just gives you this plan that works so beautifully. Yes. It is like, bam, 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 bam. This stuff all broke out off just so quickly. It was stunning. Yeah. And I think the amount of time just on my end, the recovery time was so quick. And that's what I love when we get really quiet with him. Yeah. He gives us a very clear strategy. And on that note, I mean, just to say another unlocked door unintentionally is being vulnerable physically. So you had been really busy all week. So of course, you know, things might come in where you're not aware. And one of the things that I love that you said to me, and let me think, how did you say it? To not come into agreement with it. Yes. I yes. Said that? I could, I could have said, oh my goodness, I'm coming down with something. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is terrible. What if I can't work? What if I can't get things done? I yep. could have engaged as if the symptoms were reality and truth. Hmm. That's a word right there. And I had a choice. Right. That's right. Uh, there is so much. I We could talk another hour just about that. <laughs> about when we feel something that, oh, this is reality, this is truth, I am blah, blah, blah. And we we fill in the gap with whatever ailment of the day is that most, well, you know, this is going around, but we're not going to talk about that way. Just know that that can be an unlocked door. And one of the things that the Lord has pressed on me, and I know I'm Brenda too, and I will share it with you guys that are listening, is that in the, our physical body, we can be assaulted. This can be an unintentional locked door. It can be a wide open door. You know, we talked about, Brenda said, you know, eating uh, cruddy foods and, and you wonder, oh, why do I have heart disease? Well, maybe you might want to change that part of your lifestyle. That also can be an attack from the enemy that will wipe you out spiritually. It can wipe you out emotionally and of course, physically. Sure. So when we look at unlocked doors, really looking at what we do with our physical body, maybe the things that we watch, the things that we're listening to, people we spend time with is, as Brenda said, really having a discernment, asking the Lord, give me better discernment for this friend that I'm seeing. I mean, really anybody, this family member, because where you might be really good at buttoning everything down and getting all of your doors locked, locked down and loaded your family, maybe not your kids. Not always. I, I looking at mine. I'm like, eh, you know, they still got some growing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and really discerning, and not asking. I am talking out of turn. Lord, what do they got going on there? What do I need to know about? Nothing. You know, one of the things I said today to Brenda about this whole topic is we really need to get in a good practice of breaking off soul ties, quantum entanglements. Every evening. That's Father, just good spiritual hygiene. That's it. I love it. Yes. You brush your teeth every day. You take a shower every day, hopefully. Um, of course, you know, that's an American thing I realized. In any case, <laughs> brushing your teeth every day is not, that is just proper hygiene. So spiritually, go before the Lord. Abba, what did what did I come in contact today with? What needs to be cleaned off? Y'all have seen this world, right? We've come in contact with something. If you have stepped out of your four walls of your bedroom, 
you've come in contact with something. If in your room, before you got out of bed, you looked at social media, the news, anything on your device, you mm-hmm. came in contact with something. Now, did it stick to you? I don't know. The Lord does. So you should ask him. Yeah. I asked him to make me like Teflon, you mm. know, because you cannot walk through this world. You cannot move through the world without things coming at you. That's right? right. But the Lord says no weapon formed against us will prosper. Right. And all who rise up against us will be shown to be liars. That's right. right? But that doesn't say that nothing will hit. It says nothing will prosper. It won't accomplish its expected end. So mm-hmm. we do get hit. We do encounter uh, the slime of this world. Right. And if we can pay attention to that, we can say, Father, make me like Teflon. Let nothing stick to me. Yeah. Don't let offense stick to me. Don't let sickness stick to me. Right. Don't let poverty stick, stick to me. Don't let um, greed or worldliness stick to me. That's right. That's right. And really one other unlocked door that I want to talk about, but it'll be sort of a cliffhanger because it it also goes to the next one as we do the open door. And that is unhealed emotions. That is a bone Brenda and I will not let go of because your unhealed emotions will get you in a heap of trouble. This is an opportune moment for the devil to come in and mess with you, destroy, really destroy you, steal, kill, and destroy in any way he can. And our unhealed emotions are unlocked doors. They are wide open doors. And frankly, they are engraved invitations, especially if you know you have some junk to deal with and you're Mm -hmm. going, you know what? It's just too hard. I don't want to. I was just going to say that. I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to say that Jen, that you know, when you don't know that that is what the open door is, that's like an unlocked door, right? You yes. don't know that, but you do experience it. But yeah. like like we had talked about earlier, you know, those things that come up, they are cues for you to get healed. Yeah. And so once you know you have this, this trauma, this, this thing that makes you vulnerable, the Lord expects you to do something about it because he's ready to do something about it. He's already made provision. He's not withholding any good thing from you. And so to not get healed is basically to say, no, I'm good, God. I don't need that. But I might, I might go postal on my family because of this unhealed wound and I'll just ask forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on now. You know, we, we need to look at the reality because many times hurt people hurt people. That's right. And so if we are hurting and we have these things, Jesus invites us to be healed and to refuse that gift, to refuse that gift. I believe that's what causes both the open doors and the engraved invitations. When you intentionally just say, no, I don't want to heal. Yeah. Wow. Yes. There's so much that we could talk about on that topic because that is that is a hot button. And I believe that as we walk through, you know, everybody walked through 2020, whatever baggage and trauma folks had before just got magnified in that time when really a spirit of fear was unleashed on the world through so many things. So we have lots to cover in our next topic. And with that, we will say thank you for listening to this episode of Kingdom Over Cosmos. I'm Jen Weir. I'm Bryn Chandis. And we just want to speak blessings over you guys. And thanks for listening. 
Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to know more about Bren and Jen or Kairos Life Institute, go to kairoslife.org. That's K-A-I-R-O-S-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. You've been listening to Kingdom Over Cosmos.